0: Why not? We're okay, here. I, mean, I
1: had plenty of experience being around Jess. Just hit go and we will just know you be ready. Like,
0: just go. Like, once the yeah. conversation starts going, just go That's ahead an and pre- just start and ease into uh, it.
1: Pretty, pretty much. Hello, everybody. And finally, welcome back to the yeah. second half of wanted- Jarred Season 6.
0: <laughs> Except that we are not Jarred tonight. We are rad.
1: We are rad again. Hard. <laughs> <Lord. laughs> We're odd. (laughs) Jess is currently sliding down a water slide right now.
0: Bless her heart. Happy birthday, Steve.
1: (laughs) Happy birthday, Steve. Mm.
0: And this is our first, like, actual jarred episode back since Ryan has surprised all of us. Completely threw everything to shit yeah and I, pissed yeah. on all of our culture <laughs> so i i
1: i messed up a lot of this shit coming up to the trip okay bearing in mind it was kept a secret from half of y'all which means we couldn't really plan anything like properly because the surprise was we knew it was going to be worth it then when i finally got there like you say i pissed on your entire culture by doing things wrong all the time
0: the entire time probably the Which, only thing that i ever saw you do right like directly in front of me was take shots and you actually ate like most of your meal at texas roadhouse and that was i mean you, most of it, you ate I, a lot of meat
1: yeah i i mean i am still staggered of how much i ate at texas roadhouse just for just for context <laughs> bearing in mind okay before I went to the States, I was told by somebody that I was serving at work who, who lived in Virginia. She said, don't order appetizers. Don't order starters. Like here in the UK it's a thing you do because the portions are smaller. But over there, your appetizer for you here is a main because the portions are that large. I was like, OK, thanks for the heads up. No, they Get aren't. Get to America. Completely forget what she told me. Get to Texas Roadhouse and I think. I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, oh, tater skins. We don't have those here. I want to try some of those. And then the mozzarella sticks and everything else. So, I have a portion of tighter skins, a portion of mozzarella sticks, and then, what was it? Deep fried pickle was that number that I
0: tried? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Not a fan of that. I'm sorry. Right.
0: Well, fuck you. You're wrong. But I okay. ate the
1: tighter skins. I ate the <laughs> mozzarella sticks. And then for my main, I ordered a portion of Cajun fries. I then had an eight ounce steak. Mm-hmm a slab of chicken, uh, barbecue chicken breast, which was bigger than the steak. And then I ordered a <laughs> side of eight ounce barbecue ribs and then another side kicker of another portion of Cajun fries. Whole lot cleaned up. Uh,
0: that's the most, the entire trip I've ever seen him eat, but I do need to expose you really quick. Oh, I know <laughs> that it was said in last episode, but like, I just don't feel like I got my <laughs> conviction quite enough through at the Mm -hmm. fact that you thought taco bell quesadillas were spicy sir i didn't hit you with an ounce of diablo sauce you understand that right i I do understand that whole gastrointestinal like track (laughs) i could have fucked you up if i wanted to
1: here's the thing i've been thinking about this ever since okay i don't know what was spicy that's what's annoying me because the thing is i took a bite out of yours and then immediately mm. I took a bite out of Jess's. But I was still almost processing yours out whilst taking a bite out of Jess's. So I don't know what was spicy. All I know is for a brief moment, there was a bit of spice kick in my che- in my upper <laughs> chest. And I was like, oh, he caught me. But I don't know what it was. And my, my immediate reaction was just to go almost over the top and go, why is it spicy? Because it just hit me out of nowhere.
0: Because I'll be honest with you. Like, normally I'll get like some sauce packets to like zhuzh my stuff up, but I purposely didn't because I was like, you know what? Ryan might want to try some of my food. And lo, lo and behold, I was right. And <laughs> I'm leaning over then- in the back of the car.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah, he
0: just Just neck extended. He was like, "Um, can I have a bite of that? And before Uh, I could even answer, his mouth was just (laughs) on it. It's fine. (laughs) I don't care. But I purposely, I was like, I'm not going to get any hot sauces like I normally do because poor Ryan's little British belly. And then he had the nerve to say that a plain quesadilla was spicy. Like, what the actual fuck is the point of sauce packets then? Was there peppers in it or something? Like, I don't don't know. No! But then I don't know. It is, okay, (laughs) look, okay. Well, I mean, I guess kind of technically what it is, (laughs) like what I had, mind you, Jess had the same thing, only she had steak.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like chicken, cheese, like the light jalapeno, like mayo type sauce. And then they just press it together, grill it, and give it to you.
1: The only thing I can put it down to was this was the jalapeno mayo. That's all I could because it wasn't a strong spice. It wasn't like the <sighs> spiciest thing I've ever had. Hell, I'll, I'll eat Carolina and that is Reaper. Not just how for you fun.
0: acted. Let's just correct that information. No, it was
1: not bit. how I reacted. It was very strong. Bear in mind, I'd already had quite a few pre-drinks, so I was already feeling a little bit mm, but Whatever, whatever, okay.
0: whatever.
1: <laughs> But Excuses. yes, I, I, I did. Yeah, I did do a lot of things wrong in this state. Okay, like and I got a lot of abuse from everybody, as always. And I deserve it. I mean, Mike's finally taught me how to eat chicken wings properly. I know that quesadillas are not spicy. I, I'm hungry now. <laughs> you actually understand
0: what seasonings are? Yes. <laughs> Which I I I had meant to and I, I don't know why, but it completely lost my mind. If I come across some, you know, anytime soon when I go to the grocery store, the Bojangle seasoning that was on the Cajun fries that you had that you liked so much.
1: Yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes, they yes. They actually do sell that seasoning. So if I come across it, I will purchase it I will send it to you as discreetly as I possibly can I promise because I had thought about that before you left and then for whatever reason my brain said oh forget this (laughs) entire idea
1: it was so fucking good Bojangles it was the first fast food I had out there Uh, it Mm -hmm. was when we went to when Jess and I went to Morrow Mountain we went to Albemarle I think it was I
0: think Mm -hmm. I pronounced
1: that Have I pronounced that right
0: Albemarle 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 I I
1: nearly got it the first fast food chain I went to was Bojangles. also and very then southern. On the <laughs> way home, uh, Jake, well, yeah, take me to the airport. We had Bojangles again one last time. It was so good. KFC can suck it. now <laughs> that I'm back in the UK, I only have KFC.
0: No, honey, that was that was it. You, you passed. You can come <laughs> back. You can come back. I take back everything we said. You can come back. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs>
0: oh jesus
1: but anyway we could go on about the fucking trip forever guys if you've not already seen it there is last month's bonus episode uh actually still technically this month um is all about the trip that i had to america go check it out um it's a free bonus episode for, for everybody um for patrons for non patrons everybody the whole thing because we can't exactly keep something like that just exclusive for patrons like we're not going to keep that just for one selective group go check it out it's just got all the video compilations of everything that happened it's got like 15 minutes of our recording at the beginning as well it's just it it's a it's a laugh
0: and if you do want to see some of our extra Patreon stuff, because I promise you, Mike does amazing work with these Patreon episodes okay. since he's become executive producer on them. And it's it's phenomenal, the content that we're putting out when it comes to those special episodes. I mean, he goes above and beyond. So consider becoming a Patreon. That way we can make more trips like this possible and finally get Dougie here so I can actually go into a full blown heart attack because
1: I was going to say it's Ryan, Dougie's turn next
0: Ryan, Ryan only put me through a like a panic attack like I know a Dougie would kill me
1: oh you need an ambulance know. on standby
0: I, I'm, I'm okay with the idea of him just stepping on me really I don't care I just want to see him <laughs> I love you.
1: I'll I'll rock up with the paramedics with me. <laughs> honestly, you're gonna need them. I mean fucking hell. I generally thought after the cameras turned off and you were still shaking everyone I thought shit, like she's actually oh, Dude, broken. I was
0: worried about myself too. Like thank God I had my inhaler because yeah. my entire my entire body was shaking. I don't I don't ever remember a time in my life being that overwhelmed than in that moment, honestly.
1: And the only, th- the only, my true anxiety was when I was hiding behind the laundry room door, how you were shaking after you'd seen me was how I was shaking before I came out. Like, honestly, I wasn't. have I a question. Door-
0: Could you hear any of us specifically?
1: So when I was in, I was, when I was in the garage waiting at one point when Charles comes through and we were having a bit of a chat, you know, just to get a bit of time, I suddenly heard your voice and I was like, oh, that's messed
0: up. Like I she's, she's, I she's right.
1: She's. Literally right in there, and then <clears throat> you know, Jess came through as well. And then I could hear Sarah laughing or shouting or something. I was like, Well, there's Sarah, <laughs> 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 <And> then, <laughs> she's got like, just that yell across True the that. room. And I'm just like, Oh, she's here. And then when I was waiting in the laundry room, obviously, I had my ear pressed right up against the door, obviously, to listen out for Jess's cue. And when my signal. And then I went to reach for the door, handle at one point and saw my hand. And I literally, I was like that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was just gone. Um, and I could hear everything at that point. Yeah. It, I was just like, literally, I'm going to go through that door and they're going to be right there. Yeah. So no, I could. It was so bizarre. Just
0: just 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 don't ever do shit to me like that again because I'll
1: I have no intention of doing that shit again do you know how hard it was to keep it quiet for so fucking long? oh arm? my
0: god like I just like one obviously I would like to plan more ahead that way I can yes. make sure I have off work and things and you know that I don't have you know whatever going on like I want to plan very much accordingly to you especially if the next time that you come is going to be a short period <coughs> Dougie this goes for you too and um yeah i'd like i just want to but yeah no i agree that the surprise was totally worth it i'll be honest with you sometimes when i get like in my feelings and i'm like oh i'm i really miss ryan i go back and watch the video and then i'm fine again kind of but still
1: i'll admit i mean it's obviously i mean that coming from you is to be expected but when i was watching the video back when i was editing uh, the the bonus episode I was watching, obviously, bit by bit. I was, you know, trying to cut it down. And obviously, because I spent more time watching it and, like, analysing everybody's faces, I admit, it took me longer to edit because I couldn't. I genuinely couldn't. I sat here and I was fucking sobbing. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, get a grip, man. Like, you've been, you've done it, you've no, seen it. You know what it's like. Get on with it. And I was still trying to do it. And then... You know, the clip, I mean, the the best clip overall has got to be Hannah's
0: reaction. Dude, Hannah's (laughs) reaction was everything. (laughs) Shout out to Hannah Davis, which that was recorded on my phone. And I remember like giving my phone to Patrice and I was like, you got to try and get the reaction because I can't 007 this. (laughs) And then we're like just trying to be as casual as possible before Hannah walks in. And then Hannah walks in. She greets I think it was like Jess first then Jess Sarah Jess up to her
1: first and then she goes over to Sarah and Sarah compliments her her shirt and, um, and then I'm like, well, here's my, here's my chance before she starts looking around. So I'm just, I just chap. I'm like, yeah, no, I'd rock that. And she goes, she said, oh yeah. And then she does the double, triple, yeah, quadruple fucking She was tape. doing like her,
0: she was doing like her normal polite thing, which was like, oh yeah, thanks man. Yeah. But then she, but then she finally got a good look at your face and was like, <laughs> wait a
1: minute. And she even said after she was like, my no. first, my first thought was, that looks like Ryan. That's because it is Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no. But when I was watching it back in the edit, like, I'd obviously, because ever, everyone's, when they're watching it, everyone's reaction, everyone's watching Hannah. I watched Sarah at one point when I was watching it back again. And yeah. Sarah watching Hannah was, was just as good. Her reaction was amazing. You know, watch it. And the whole <laughs> thing, it was just we could go on oh, I we could remember. go on about this for a whole fucking episode we really and could. yeah we really we, could we really could But um, please go
0: watch the video guys it's <laughs> do. so it's so good like especially like if you've been following and you've been with us for this long like you you really understand and grasp just like how big this moment was for us and Like, like, honestly, that just makes me so excited for whenever I finally get my chance to wrap my arms around Dougie and then never, (laughs) ever, ever let him go. And it, (laughs) yeah, it's just and, and Ryan just did such a good job on editing and putting that video together. And he really encapsulated like his entire trip. And it was just it's 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 been quite amazing. Just knowing that he's been here and that i have pictures of me and him in the same like frame
1: yeah that's i mean i got them all uh, on my shelf above my bed right now and i keep looking and i'm like that's messed, up. <laughs> 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 that's messed up that's messed up <laughs> anyway next time look, it's all down to you you okay. gotta do it next <laughs> yeah
0: Yep, I'm telling you right (laughs) now, one day it'll happen. (laughs) I (laughs) have to have notice ahead of time, Dougie, or else I will have just a straight out heart attack.
1: (laughs) Anyway, we are back to our normal recording schedule after four or five weeks off. A a month, Um, it's been a month, yeah. It's it's been a month.
0: Um, oh, it has okay, no, it has, obviously, because oh, no, it has.
1: I was gone obviously for two weeks. We were gone for two episodes. And then we went to start when we came back and that didn't get a plan. So we're back today. Still sticking with the normal routine. Amber is setting us back off again today. Um, Woohoo! Amber, what have you got for us? Who have you got for us today? I
0: I am ready to tell you boys about Thomas Lee Dillon. Does that name at all sound familiar? Because it did not to me whenever I was researching this.
1: I mean, the name Thomas, the name Lee, and the name Dylan ring bells, but not together. (laughs) When you put them together, though. No, it does not ring a bell.
0: Oh, right. Okay, Thomas Lee Dylan was also known as the Roadside Sniper. Um, described as a serial killer and arsonist, um, who committed a string of sniper shootings across Ohio. Um, so the one thing about, the one thing about Thomas that I found to be interesting is that one is that there is not a lot of background information on him. All right. So I don't know if he has any extensive previous trauma or anything like that. But from what we do know about him, he was born in the 50, well, he was born in 1950, uh, July of 1950. And for all intents and purposes, before he started his string of killings, he just seemed like a normal dude. He had a college education. He was married. He had children. Like he was pretty much just your like average Joe Schmo. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> with that being said, for reasons unknown, he started embarking on a trail of like kind of like highway shootings. Um, Alongside a uh, like road ninety four, his first victim uh, was Donald Welling, um, alongs, along alongside the road ninety four, and t- I hope I say this right. Tuscararo? No. Tuscarawas County. Uh, in I'm,
1: Ohio, I'm, I'm not going to try. T- and t- this.
0: T- Tuscarawas. Yeah. Tuscarawas. Maybe. Sure. If I am mispronouncing that in any way, please don't correct me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, So he starts like the string of killings. It was by his third uh, killing. Um, Dylan started uh, sending uh, typewriters typewritten letters uh, to local newspapers detailing the killing of the his previous second victim. So he was pretty much informing them about a victim that they didn't even know about. Um, and claiming that although he had no personal animosity towards the young men, um, he was just prompted by this insatiable urge to kill them.
1: Okay. Now, we that, you, so, so, that's him,
0: <coughs> yeah, so that's him. So that's him doing murder one, two, and three. His fourth victim is where the FBI comes involved. Um, his fourth victim was killed on, um, was it a national park? Hold on. Okay, so he was technically killed on federal property. Here's the interesting thing about as soon as the FBI gets involved, okay? So the FBI did a profile on who they thought was committing these strings of killings. Mm -hmm. Um, So the FBI um, profiled uh, Mr. Dillon as an educated white male in his 20s with a predilection for crimes such as arson and killing pets and farm animals and lived a short distance from the crime scenes. He might be a nominal family man, but was likely a loner in life. He has had a drinking problem and a history of compulsive crimes such as vandalism, vandalism arson. Stress would be a trigger for the shootings, which usually would be committed while he was drunk. One thing about Mr. Uh, Dylan's life is that when he was younger, he did have a habit of murdering his pets. Which we all know.
1: Yeah, I know what you're going to say.
0: We all know is the token symbol for people who fall In, like, the serial killer slash very violent criminal Mm -hmm. road. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, he had once, uh, neighbors had complained about a, um, some dead pet that they hadn't, like, seen in a while. And it had turned out that he had...
1: It's it's, it's the fact that. that somebody can turn around and hurt something that's innocent with something that has no, not conscience, obviously, because everything that, you know, every living being has a conscience, but something that can't, again, again words are yeah. escaping me, but some, they yeah, no, something and that can't and really I've defend always, itself. There we go.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. And I've always said, you know, I feel like children and animals like, fall in the same category for me yeah. in the fact that, for the most part, they will love you regardless. Yeah. And that they completely depend on you Yep, as a source of living and being well.
1: Yeah. And it's always those that choose to attack mm. those that turn out to be the fucking wackos.
0: Yeah. And the fact that, you know, this guy, he did have... He had children or at least a child. Um, Yeah, he had a son. He had one son. So. uh, uh, Okay. So I talked to you about how he was profiled by the FBI, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So after um, the murder and the, on the, you know, the, federal property. Mm-hmm. Um they discovered that there's another guy who had been killed that they had actually originally kind of listed as a accidental death because this was a guy that was like deer hunting. Okay, so the guy that was investigated his murder that they thought was accidental because of a hunting incident. They determined it to actually be a murder. That guy was Kevin Loring. And there was another victim that was fishing uh, whenever he was killed. And that guy's name was Gary Bradley. So basically, what you're looking at is a guy who, you know, besides his kind of, his normal life that he's got now, he's educated, he's not struggling, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, he's basically just living life
1: mm. and
0: then just automatically starts killing these people roadside or in the woods not only is killing them he's meticulously shooting them twice each time
1: or is in like a double tap to be sure or just pretty much oh, okay.
0: okay and these guys are just doing While they're being killed, they're just doing leisurely activities. They're going fishing. They're going deer hunting. And they're, you know, they're not really not bothering a soul. And with that being said, before I read to you his full list of victims, I happen to pull up some people. One, some of his interviews. I just want to read a few quotes because he sounds just I don't know just completely cold okay. um so there's that and I've also found uh recounts of people who have just recounted some conversations that they've had with a guy all right okay all right so what I'm about to read you is a conversation between him and an investigator. And the first light I'm going to read is from the investigator. Okay. Okay. How far away was he from you when you shot him? He says 75 feet, maybe. Where did you shoot him at? Right between the eyes. Is that where you aimed for? Oh, shit. Yes. Did you walk <clears throat> up to him and look at him? Nope. Didn't come close. But you're sure he was dead? Yeah, yeah. His hat blew straight up about twenty feet. I knew, I knew. I had to blow his whole head off. That is piece of Bloody one yun. interview. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Here's a piece of another interview. And this is again between him and an investigator. Uh, you only shot t- the two times. There were no misses in that particular shooting. Never miss. The investigator says, never miss. Never miss. So basically, you're a pretty good shot. And Dylan responds, that's why we're here, isn't it?
1: Oh, shit. Fuck.
0: um, I'm going to read one more thing from the investigator, and then I will go to the person Who essentially um, turned them in and I'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, So the investigator says, uh, you want to see the autopsy pictures? He says, just, I want to see them all. Show them all to me. Investigator says, all right. I never saw them in color. What the hell? Okay, well, we'll show you some pictures. Not the neatest job in the world, was it? Hmm. And then the investigator says, the shooting? And yeah, it's not. And then Dylan interrupts him and says, no. The autopsy. Jeez. Dirty job, I tell ya."
1: What the fuck?
0: This guy, like, seriously, as I was reading more into this, I was like, this dude's a fucking creep.
1: Cold, got a screw loose. Hank does not care. <sighs>
0: D- this Thomas does not fucking care. No. Okay, let me see if I can find the one. Okay, and I'll go over this again. Um, so when the FBI released that F, the profile, yeah, someone actually reached out to the FBI FBI in regards to Dylan, to Thomas Dylan because they were like, oh fuck, that sounds just like him. All right. Okay, so I'm going to try and find some of his quotes um, about what he uh, said. If I can find them. This document is way too long. <laughs> I mean, it's not. We, we appreciate. Uh, by the way, I am using uh, Murderpedia. Dot org is my resource as well as criminalminds.pandem.com apparently a couple of episodes of criminal minds was based on this mr thomas dylan character
1: mm. i mean i don't want this to sound backwards but it sounds like a pretty good character to kind of base off because of how fucked up he is
0: I mean, he just, you know, it's almost like, like, if you didn't know anything about, like, his childhood with his, um, you know, run-ins with, um, animals. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we kind of know now, um, that whenever children or, you know, people like that start showing, uh, signs like that they'll you know very willingly and openly take the life of an animal that's usually a sign that you know they're down the road they will probably more than likely evolve that into an actual human of course we know that now but you know maybe back then it's just not stuff that people really thought about because why would they yeah okay okay Okay, so this is some of the informant's quotes about Mr. Thomas Dillon. He said, I remember one time he and I were driving and he said, do you realize you can go out into the country and find somebody and there are no witnesses? You can shoot them. There is no motive. Do you realize how easy murder would be to get away with?
1: Bloody hell. hmm, <laughs> hmm. I got nothing.
0: And then, and then at one point when him and the informant were having a discussion about Ted Bundy, Mm. we all know Ted Bundy. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently the informant said, was like, well, how can a, how could a guy just get away with something like that? And then Mr. Dillon responded to him and said, do you think I've ever killed anybody? Just very ominous like that. So I mean the guy was very used to making comments that were just off putting and kind of fetishizing the idea of yeah. Yeah. being a killer.
1: Yeah. He okay. almost got off the he got off on the fact that he that he was.
0: Yeah. And nobody knew. Yeah. Okay, um, so I mentioned the fact that he had, um, you know, started, I'm going to say in air quotes, started his killings in Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's evidence that he possibly actually started these killings in 1984 in Pennsylvania. Where um, a man uh, named John Joseph Harbot was shot to death. And from everything that I can tell, it's the same situation. Just him on some countryside road. And he happens to be shot to death for no reason. Um, it's a possibility that that's a murder that he had committed. Yeah. There's no telling. Um, but you've got the Donald Welling killing. Um, Donald Welling was actually shot once in the heart. Um, and the Jamie Paxton, age 21, shot three times with a rifle from a distance. Um, Kevin Loring, 30, shot once in the head with a rifle from a distance. Um, Uh, We have Claude Hawkins, 48, in 1992, shot once with a rifle from a distance. April 5th of the same year, Greg Bradley, 44, shot twice with a rifle from a distance. Uh, July 21st of the same year, two unnamed hunters attempted aimed at, but they fled whenever they had seen him. Um, And this one was one of the last people um, that he had attempted to uh, murder Larry Oliver, but he missed. And Mr. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, I said Oliver, Larry Aller, um, but he was able to escape. And let me see here. I wonder what his... I haven't seen anything that actually says what his sentence was, but I imagine it was like long goddamn time. Yep. If he's not already dead, doesn't doesn't seem that he appears to be. But um, oh, he got sentenced to. Uh, we just lost Ryan. Where would Ryan go?
1: His Wi Fi is I guess. too.
0: You there, babe? I'm still here. Okay. Well, um, I'll finish it off with you then. Um, he was sentenced to life and with a chance of no parole for 165 years, which was his maximum Fine. sentence. Yeah, this is crazy. Oh, oh! Is Ryan? Jo- there goes oh, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> Hi, honey. You just missed me saying, because I didn't know if you were coming back. Um, He was sentenced to a life in prison with no chance of parole for 165 years.
1: Ooh, he never getting out. Is he
0: frozen for you?
1: Um, Just, yeah. Just out of curiosity, did they say what type of rifle he was using?
0: Oh, yeah, they actually did. Hold on. Let me find it
1: just the way he's like with the that headshot. He said, blue, the guy's hat."
0: Okay, so it, high, says, it sounds
1: like a decent caliber.
0: Okay, it sound it says a high powered point three oh eight Mauser rifle.
1: Mauser. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. Okay, I don't think that we're getting Ryan back. I know me and you both suck at closing. (laughs) We will just keep our recording for right now. We are going to say thank you all for listening uh, about the wonderful tale, not so wonderful, of um, Thomas Lee Dillon. Um, If you will, consider uh, following us on all of the socials. um, Jarred Podcasts, for the most part, on everything, I think. Um, Check out our website. Check out our Patreon um subscribe to our youtube channel do all of the things um yeah and that's it i'm gonna close it out here all right love you guys bye bye